Good evening, everybody. What was great? The dinner? Everything. Everything's great. Oh, wow. That is... Everything. I can have that every day. You come back tomorrow morning, tell me that again. Everything. That's fantastic. Every second. Isn't that unbelievable? Isn't it going to be good to say everything's great? Isn't it, you, uh, I love that. You're recorded for posterity saying that. That's fantastic. I, 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 I think so awesome. I'm not sure what you're talking about, but I appreciate it. Uh-huh. Dinner, this, this class, life. But um, <laughs> I'll tell you a crazy story. I, today, I was... Uh, was a lady from the community who I know very well, and she has this friend who I know is not a member of this community. This friend happens to be a Sephardi lady who um, who really should be, who grew up in a quasi-observant background, uh, and there's no reason she should not be observant today. That is not what she is, though. So, uh, you know, every, every you know, when you're, when you're a rabbi, I'm not, I, mean, I, I kid you not, you know, it's... Uh, it's responsibility. You know, I talk about it, actually the embracing responsibility. It's responsibility to help people, right? Spiritually. A doctor has to help people physically. And not the medicine's different strokes for different folks. You know, sometimes it's stronger, sometimes it's weaker, sometimes people's background's different. This lady, because of who she was and because of her personality, I was a little bit stronger too. I would not necessarily be that to all, but with her I was strong. So I said to her, I said, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> I said, I said you, you have no excuse not to keep Shabbos and kosher. You know, what are you giving me all this, you know, stories for? What are you doing? You know, you know better. You grew up, you know, it's like you, you, know, you, you grew up in, uh, you know, in Russia having no religion, or you, you grew up in San Francisco, your parents never did anything. You grew up traditional. You know, what are you doing with your life? I was... You know, and have, you know, she, she, she's nice to me. She said, you're so charming, Rabbi Levine. I can't give you a hard time. Blah, 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 blah. But, you know, as I said to her, you know, you're wasting your life. She says, she says to me, I'm wasting my life. So she says to me, I'm wasting my life. I said, I want you to know you're a good person. She's a person that is a good person. You're a nice person, but you're wasting your life. I said, you know, you have a purpose. You have a goal. There's something you need doing. Said, she said, I'm a good person. I said, you are a good person. I'm not thinking you're a good person. I said, but I, you know, I, I said, a muscle. I probably said this in this class. If I didn't, I'll tell it, say it now. So imagine you had Bill Gates as a, a regular computer engineer in in uh, in Microsoft, or or, or or Mark Zuckerberg, you know, uh, going ahead and. Being a, a, a low-level employee, they're be they're not bad people to be a middle middle-level software engineer. But if you could be the CEO, if you could be doing great things, that's a loss, right? If you have tremendous potential, you're selling yourself short. That is a loss. I said to her, "You're selling yourself short. You're wasting your life. You don't have a relationship with Hashem. <laughs> you know, you have no relationship to Hashem. You know, you have no davening, you know, Shabbos." I even tell her about uh, consequences. But you know, it's a crazy thing. You know, the beginning of this work is really to zap us. To, I mean, the the, the social will talk about all kinds of 
about how we eat and how we say blessings and how we'll pray and how we'll do chesed and how we'll be kind and approving our character. But the first thing the book starts with after there's a purpose of this world is waking us up to be vigilant to do things in this world. You can schloff to Gan Celebin. You can sleep through your whole life. You know, a person can sleep the whole life. You can just go through, you know, cruise control and be an, I, she's an, this lady was a very nice lady. I, I kid you not. She's sensitive, caring person, a good mother, wife, bad person. I don't think she's a miserable person either, but she's wasting her life. Selling herself short. The, 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 the first part of this work is that we shouldn't waste our lives. We should not waste the opportunities that were given to us in this world. And that really was what I told this lady today. I said, you cannot waste your life. And so as we discussed um, two times ago, the first way to wake ourselves up, not to uh, miss the boat of life, was to think at the altruistic level, perfection. Right, what it means to be close to Hashem, what it means to be perfect. Like a person who's sensitive to what greatness is, for the sake of it, that, that living a Torah life, there is nothing better. Why? Because that leads a person to personal perfection, closest to Hashem, a great existence. You want to keep Torah mitzvahs? You want to push yourself? You want to be a nice person? Because it's, it, 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 that is the best way to live. Right? It's the best way to live. There's no better way to live than the Torah lifestyle. And that itself, and because it's Hashem's gave us the insight, it's like how to be successful in life. You know, lots of self-help books. Anyone, 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 anyone ever read self-help? Any of the self-help books? You know yourself? I'm, I, I'm, I, for a while, I was a self-help junkie. So I want to see how they think. I, to, I quote them once in a while here. Right? I read Carnegie and Covey and all these Napoleon Hill. So I want, I just to see, I mean, and the truth is, I'm being frank and honest. I never learned one thing I didn't see in the Torah. Zero. I did get a lot of modern day applications and techniques for Torah ideas from those books. There's nothing new in those books that I did not get from a work like this. But there's a lot of good mashalim metaphors and techniques and then a lot of a lot of bad ideas in there also but there's plenty of good there <laughs> and a lot of the good ones so you know you've read a self-help book so imagine the ultimate self-help book as I just pointed out the ultimate self-help book is the Torah you want to be you want to help yourself you want to be successful you want to be fantastic you want to be happy you want to be a great person you want to live a purposeful life the Torah is... What does Torah mean? What does it translate Torah for me? Ladies! What does Torah mean? What are you looking at me for? Learning. What? To learn. Mm, close. God's ideas. You learn Torah. What is Torah? Mm. Translates. What's to- what's Mora. Hora. 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 Why, why, why do you call Mora? Teach. Why does Mora teach? What's Hora? Instructions. Torah is a manual for life. It's an instruction manual. <laughs> right? It's an instruction manual. It's how to live. It's the greatest self-help book in the whole world. You want to know how to be successful? You want to know how, and, and, and by the way, again, as we started all the work, 
ultimate success is to get to the world to come because that's the real purpose of life. Olam haba. You have it good in this world and you miss olam haba, you're, you're a fool. You're a fool. You know, and a person who, just to use a, a, a Kabbalistic metaphor, a person who cheats and has just pleasure seeks in this world and doesn't do tournaments. This is like a person who has a one night stand or cheats on his wife, but you lose out, ultimately get nothing. Eternity is a long time. Remember that mushroom you gave last week? Of the, of, the, of the grains of sand? Big mountain. Big mountain, bird every 70 years. It's a long time. Right? So the best, the first reason is, is Torah is the, grass, is the greatest self-help manual. It's instructions for life that a person wants to keep Torah to be successful in life. Oh, thank you. I'm not sure I'll need it, but I'll, it's good to have. Right? It's the greatest. That's number one. Wake ourselves up. You want perfection? That's at a very high level. That's a person who really knows with all of their heart, and with all their soul, that the Torah is the, the manual for life. And it bothers them not when, they, when they're missing the boat. It bothers them when they miss davening. It bothers them to, to, not, to not to bench correctly. <laughs> it bothers them if they get angry. Although sometimes you can probably get angry because someone's upset at you. Right? It bothers you to be sad. It bothers you. That doesn't mean that no one's ever be sad. Of course, every, human nature, <laughs> everybody gets sad sometimes. Everybody gets angry sometimes. But you work on yourself. It bothers you that you're not, you're not, you haven't hit there. Right? That's the first. The second we discussed last week. Ooh, attorney. A long time. And we talked about where your status is. Nobody, everyone wants covered. Everyone. Everyone in this room. I want covered. We all want covered. We don't need covered. We don't, we don't need to be Donald Trump with our name over 50,000 places. Right? But what do we, we want to be respected for who we are. That's human nature. We want to feel accepted. You know, we want to be accepted. You know, I, I, I once heard uh, uh, a very famous television person. I didn't hear their, I never saw the show, but I heard them that they said that everyone from presidents to stars, whenever they're done in the show, they always ask this person, "How did I do? <laughs> How did I do?" Right? Presidents ask this person this thing. I thought it was it, 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 it was her name was Orpa. Orper Winfrey, you know what she is? Oprah. Oprah. I mean, you heard of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she said. The hospital got it wrong. She got it right. She said, she said that she's had presidents on her show, the most famous actors who dance on stage, and they always, without fail, after they're done, say to her, How did I do? Why do people say, How do I do? Because people want to feel that they did a good job. There's, a, there's an inherent feeling of, I'm okay. Now, we, as I said, as I'm telling you, this is not parenting class. Parenting 101. Make your kids feel loved. <laughs> make your kids feel special. No matter what. If you fail in that, you will crush your kids at some level. Or you will ruin your relationships at some level. Parenting 101. That is... Or, and if you want to cause sibling rivalry, give one kid that feeling and not another kid, you will cause sibling rivalry. Guaranteed. <laughs> right? Especially in the world to live today, people are so emotionally weak. People today are emotionally weak. They're tissue paper. In the old days, you know, 100 years ago, people were tough. You know, you know, I once heard 
that uh, there was a mashkiach of, of in the mirror later in Parash, there was a Chatzka Levenstein. He used to scream at these guys, this is in the 1930s, 40s, 50s, and tell them, you guys are a bunch of bum... And he would break them down. But they were great people. A lot of them were very great people. And he felt he had to put them in their place, to get them... In. So today, everybody, every shoe boy needs two people holding them up to tell them you're, you're great. <laughs> Can't scare you. Know, today, people, everyone, people like tissue people today. People are very... Fragile, very fragile. Kids, they are fragile. Adults, they are fragile. You know, and people need to feel covered. They need self respect. You know what it means to be eternally in the world to come without that honor? You're, you, you had such potential. You know, you're, you're seven feet tall. You should be the, the, the star of the team. And you're on the bench. You're the best basketball player. And you're on the bench. You feel terrible. You're so creative. You can be the best person on the play. And you don't even get to play the play. Somebody's ahead of you. Right? You have great ideas. You know, share it. You know, you know how hurtful it is. You know, you know, you you are you're a computer genius, and you have people way below you in tel- in, in, in skill sets and intelligence ahead of you, and they're bossing you around, and you know the program. But, and that's what happened in the world to come. He says, do you realize if you don't use your life, if you waste your life, people have much less potential than you. They're going to be ahead of you forever. You're going to be, you're going to be, you know, why? And they'll say, you don't care. And then we discussed last week at length. You will care. You're lying to yourself if you don't care. You know, you're lying to yourself. You will care. You know, if you're the best chef and they put a, a, a person who can barely cook, cook it, I, I probably, in this, well, definitely in this room, but I'm like incompetent. I know how to make toast. I know how to, and can I know how to make water. What? Can you boil water? I can boil. I can make pasta. I'm playing my like something my my cooking, toast, pasta, and a boiled egg and a fried egg. Uh, and I'll tell you, I'm, I get spoiled because ninety nine percent of the time I don't do it. My wife does it. I know how to make pizza because I put it in the, in the microwave. You know, <laughs> toast. I'm, I'm serious. I'll be the worst chef. If imagine me and uh, I'm not going to pick on any of this room. Let's pick an outside caterer, someone who's not here right now. Me versus Hashi Freed or Mrs. Peretz or uh, Mrs. or Mrs. Peretz. Or Mrs. Peretz. Right. right. Like, and, and all of a sudden there's a contest. And I mean, Menachem Levine is there low and I'm high. And I show my skills, my toast, my boiled egg. Have you seen a boiled egg like this? My boiled egg. And, they're, they're, and not only that, they're, I get the promotion. I get, like, you would feel... Everyone, that's human nature. When you feel... Assuming that when you feel that you should be in a position and you're not, and by that's why that's why kids, when they feel unappreciated or they feel their talents aren't recognized, it is a big problem. And if one kid feels that the parent has more love, I mean, I, I say this because I've seen it way too often and I hear it 20, 30 years after the parents are dead. When I'm, when I'm talking to them in the rooms about the burials, okay, I, I, I can tell you this, I live vicariously. I, I hear the conversations that kids say after the parents are dead, okay, after they're dead. I might know when they're 10 years old, until they're 60 years old, and they still, now again, there's expiration dates. Obviously, the kid has something to work on if he's still harping on that, but I'm just telling you, it's a real reality to these type of things. That, that, you know, and here, you're going to be eternally a, a on a low totem bar, 
You have people like way below you, way on top of you, and that's for eternity. <laughs> eternity, eternity is, you know, I gave a little muscle last week. So number two, wake up, realize this is reality. Here's number three. Here's number three. Now, by the way, you know, all these things, this should be empowering. It should not be paralyzing to us. Why should it empower us? Because we're all here. Oh, it's fantastic. I, I'll tell you the worst thing to come here. The worst thing is to come here and say, oh my God, I'm, I'm, I'm going to HGLL. I'm going to, ah, I'm not doing anything. No, we should be empowered to be pushing ourselves. Everyone in this room is different. Everyone's personalities are different. Everyone's life situation is different. But one thing we should not be doing is being static. Not moving ahead. Right? We should be pushing ourselves ahead. You know, what, uh, she's not here. She usually comes out. This is wrong. She's a busy week. You know, when I heard, and I knew the story, by the way. <laughs> I don't think there's anything in their story that I didn't know Sunday night that I learned from the bronze. But when I saw that seam at the end, wow! You know, it didn't, that didn't ha- that took 38 years. You know, that didn't happen over uh, in one minute. Right? That was, uh, that was uh, years of effort that went there. But they went there. There was a path. It was forward motion. You know, it's two steps forward, one step back. Two steps forward, one step back. I can't tell you the back. We had backs also, right? That's human life, but you go ahead. So we're, 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 the author doesn't expect us to be perfect tomorrow. The author expects us to, 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 to look at life as growth-oriented. To look at life that we should not be static. To look at life... And, and growth-oriented doesn't mean like as a, as a snail or a turtle. Now, if you're stuck in a snail pace, then that's what you got to do. But you, to pick... Up and make the most of life to push ourselves ahead. Number three, third level of uh, motivation not to waste our lives and to acquire vigilance, to get some fuel in the fire, right? To get some a spark, not to just go through life in, in slow mo. A spark. Um, but the motivation for the general populace is bottom line, reward and punishment. Consequences. There are consequences. Right? You don't care about your... You're not thinking about honor. You don't care about perfection. But you realize if you don't do that, this is consequences. And if you do that, there are rewards. Period. Consequences reward. Right? If, you're all in, on, if you have a job and you don't show up, there are consequences. So whether you want to be at that job or you don't want to be at that job, you show up if you want to keep your job, right? This will be anchor. You have nurses working for you. So, you ever fire anyone? Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. Did you, did, you, did you ever fire anyone for doing a good job? No. Why not? I mean, they did a great job. Why don't you follow them? I give them... You give them, if you have a great nurse, would you give her more money? Would you try to keep her? That's life, right? Yeah. That's how life goes. <laughs> that's, how the, that's the real world. You know, that is the real world. The real world is there consequences. You know, uh, uh, if, you, if you're taking a final in a real school and you don't study and you fail, you fail. <laughs> that's a consequence. Right? If you drive like a maniac and you get into an accident, you may die. You may raise your insurance maybe penalizing over driving. Those are consequences. You don't just drive away, you know, and nothing happens after the accident. I, I crashed a car, I killed somebody, nobody, or I maimed somebody, or I didn't maim somebody, I smashed my car. 
There are realities to life. Right? There are realities to life. And if you do a good job, right, you get you reward the nurse for doing a good job. You like her. You you want her around. Right? If there's that's a consequence of doing a good job. Right? Well, there's reward and punishment. Biroisim oimik and not only is a reward person, when a person thinks about it, right? When a person thinks about it, boimik hadin, how deep the judgment is in the world to come. Asher be'emes, I said to this lady today, I said, what are you going to tell Hashem after 120 years? Tell me, give me your answers. She told me, she went to a, a school when she was younger and she was turned off. I said, you, you're, gonna, you're 60-something years old now. What are you going to tell God? What's your excuse going to be? You know? What, what are you going to say? You, you think that that, does that explain it? Is that going to explanation to Hashem? You're going to blame that? You're, you're, something happened 45 years ago? Come on. <laughs> what are you going to, you know, there are consequences. What are you going to answer to Hashem? At Heichanadin. Again, there's real judgment. And there's not, there's a day of, there's a day of, there's a day of reckoning, you know. There's a, there's a famous, uh, actually, I held the whole, actually, he quotes the message later on, so I'll hold this message. Sherba Emes Royla Hizdazea, really a person in a healthy way should have a certain trepidation, fear, trembling of the realities, you know, of, of, of whether, you know, will you be good based on your deeds, right? A healthy fear. Like, if you want to make the cut on a team, if you want to make the play, if you want to stay in your status, doesn't mean to be neurotic. It means you're conscientious not to miss the boat and to push yourself, right? I, I, I know people, uh, I actually have a relative who has a hard time waking up, but the person has a power job and they wake themselves up. You know why? Because they've got to be at work on time. They're, it's not easy for them to wake up. Why are they waking up in the morning? Because there are consequences they're not in the office. The boss says to them, why are you here at 9.30? When work starts at 9 o'clock. That morning the boss says that to them. It's amazing. Right? <laughs> so many things happen. What you're saying, you know, by the way, I need to say something. I just go to Israel. My brother, he has a little bit of time. And he has a maid. And she, she cannot wake up. And I'm supposed to wake her up from here. I told her, Shama, please, you, you up? She said, yeah, 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 I'm up. And I have camera, and I see everything, what happened. And I wake her, I just talked with her today. Wow. So exactly. No, but if there's a consequence, you'll do it. So you know what? It's hard. You know, it's for us, sometimes we all, all everyone in this room have things that are difficult. What's the, I'll give you something for, I'll pick on me. What would be difficult for me? Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna, plenty of things are difficult. I'll give you a, a, a difficult. It's difficult for my wife, <laughs> but it could be difficult for me. It was usually the baby's nursing, but it, but it would be in theory. Uh, she's actually uh, uh, she has her own difficulties. By the way, she's no, <laughs> she has her own struggles. Like everyone does. Um, but I'll tell you something. Uh, let's let me get it. Let me get. It, I'll get. I'll get I, I, I will. I have fifty things to do. I didn't have my coffee, which is always a bad idea. <laughs> You know, I'm going on four hours of sleep. I have 50 things to do. My house, I get to the house, my kids, bust their souls, make a hurricane, and I need something, and they misplaced it. And I'm in a rush. Okay? And I put it somewhere on purpose, and I did my job. And one of my kids, you now hit it somewhere, and there's a hurricane. Now, I'm not saying this happened. This, I, this would for sure, I, and I'm in a rush, and I need to get somewhere. I need that paper now. 
and I didn't have my coffee, um, I can tell you I will be would be um, somewhere between uh, upset and ready to blow uh, if that happens. <laughs> now I'm not saying it's okay, but realistically, it would be. I would you know I don't, I, don't, I wouldn't scream my head off, but I would say, "Where is my where did you put my paper?" Right? I would be like, "Where is it?" No. Quite frankly, let's imagine Shlomo Eliezer is two years old, right? He doesn't know better. You know, I'm going to scream my head off at a two-year-old, you know. But more than that, there's Hashem in the world. You know, nothing happens. Now, if I know, if I put my paper next to my board, he, he can easily reach it. You know, that's my fault, by the way. It's not even his fault. You know, what do you expect? But let's say I put it somewhere. There's Hashem. You know, Hashem runs the world, right? But more than that, <laughs> let's say I lose, I, I, I actually lose it, right? And I say, I can't believe it. Don't you know I'm in a rush? Don't you realize I, I, I didn't have a coffee yet. <laughs> you know, get into your room. You know, you know, let's imagine that. So it's not just that I probably damage my kid for the day and raise my blood pressure and all. I actually will be punished in Shemayim for that. God forbid that actually happened to me. Any of that stuff. Um, or whoever that would be, we punish. That's, that's, that's the fact. You lose your temper, you get angry, you get punished. Period. Now you can do tshuva, you can apologize to little kids, or if, I, if it be my wife, whatever it be, but you get punished. You're not allowed to do that. I don't care. You don't tell me strenuous. You're not allowed to do that. And let's imagine I walk in and I say, okay, again, gamzul tova, gamzul tova. Let's I'm not going to say anything, let me get my coffee. A little caffeine, I'll wait, I'll wait, wait it over, coffee, I'm in a rush, okay, life will go on, right? And I calm myself down, I'll be rewarded, period. It's not easy, <laughs> it's something that's a tension point for me in that kind of situation. I'm, that didn't happen, I'm just kidding, which I can imagine being. Um, I'm very efficient, usually, and I'm, some, I'm off in a rush, and, and I do something which I think I did my job, I expect it be, you know, if I put something somewhere, I hope it's there, you know. And if I tell my kids to leave that place, well, right. And I didn't have my coffee, so as is when you don't have coffee, and I'm tired, which is all of us, we're more compromised. You know, we're compromised. It doesn't allow us. If I'm if I don't have my coffee and I'm and I'm tired, it doesn't give me the right to scream at people. It doesn't give me the right to punch people. It doesn't give me the right to eat pig. It doesn't give me the right to break Shabbos. There's Torah. So if I get angry. There's a consequence. And if I calm myself down and I do what's necessary, I'm rewarded. There's reward and punishment. So if I, the ideal is, listen, perfection is not to get angry. Calm down. That's how a, that's how a great person does. You know, that's how... I remember there's certain times in my life I was literally motivated to try to chain myself because I wanted to be like a certain tzaddik or righteous person or a certain leader. It's like, how could you be this way? This person would never do that, right? But the greatest is Hashem, to be what Hashem wants. <laughs> That's the greatest thing to imitate. You know, so let's say you don't have that. Or, listen, if you really want to be, a, you know, a great CEO temperament, you want to get good honor in the world to come, do it the right way. But bottom line is, even if you're upset, you're angry, you're sad, or blah, 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 you're tired, you don't want to get to work, you're missing davening, consequence, a reward. Reward and punishment. And that, if that can't wake you up, right, then you don't, you're living in La La Land. And you won't win any Emmys or Oscars for living in La La Land, I promise.
Right? Not this world. There's punishment for sadness? Absolutely. If a person is sad and depressed? At this, well, listen, I'm not talking about clinical. No, no. I'm not talking about if a person is needlessly sad. Now, again, people have dispositions. Mm-hmm. Okay? But even people have dispositions, there are people who harbor enough, of course. You know what a person sad does? They're, they're lethargic or enervated. They, they're edgy. Well, whatever. I can give you permutations of what sadness does. They can't pray well. They, they can't do mitzvahs with enthusiasm. Of course. I think Rabbi Arami Carlin says, uh, technically, sadness is not an avera, but there's nothing that causes averas like sadness. Right? And there's nothing that causes the mitzvahs like joy. Hashem wants to serve a... The Baal Shatta said, actually, uh, that Hashem, you know, a baby's brought to the world through an act of joy between husband and wife because God wants to be joyful in this world. Right? You're supposed to be happy. Now, if somebody loses a relative, you're okay. It's okay. There's a time to cry. It's a time to be sad. But as a general rule, sadness is something we push out from our head. Now, if somebody has clinical depression... That's a medical issue. I'm not talking about that. If somebody had a terrible tragedy, it's a mitigating factor. But the more we should work on ourselves... Listen, everyone has moments of sadness. That's part of the human condition. But to think it's okay, it's not a, it's not a healthy reality. You're supposed to push it out of your head. Um, and if you could be controlling sadness and you're not, you're liable. Um, again, but remember I'm just saying how I started today. Life is about working on these things. Nobody goes from a sad person to, whoa, you know, like, you know, nobody goes, what's her name, Shama? Shama, 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 if she wants to, I figured, or Bangladesh, I figured one of the, you know, Shama is not like, you know, a European name. So, you know, Shama, if she wanted to, could work on herself to wake up every morning and have Zerizas. It's not her nature. Right, but she's not gonna. But she could if she wanted to. It'd be hard for her. It may take uh, some time. But she definitely won't go from being very hard to wake up to the next morning and for the next six months. Every morning, let's go. You know, the alarm goes up. They get out of bed. Five. Let's go. You know, you put on the cake. It doesn't work that way. It means that you work on yourself. It could take. I, I mentioned the story. Moshe Feinstein. You know, you know, somebody once did something where, where, it was, where he could have, you know, they spilled ink on a, on a manuscript he was working on. And he was so excited about it. He didn't get angry. So I asked the Rebbe, why didn't you get angry? How you? He says, don't you? It took, he says, I'm 80 years old. It took me decades when the person asked them to get to where I am today. It didn't take him days. It took him decades. It's okay to take time. But you got to know that if you're not working, as I said, you're a parent. I, I have kids. All of my kids have different skill sets. All of my kids have different excellent aptitudes. All of my kids have things they need to work on, like me and everyone else in this room. Okay, but it's my responsibility to educate these kids. Let's say I have a little kid who has struggles in an area. Okay, yeah, whether it's anger, whether it's sloppiness, uh, whether it's both anger and sloppiness, <laughs> whether it's uh, fighting their siblings. And I see that my child is trying and they're making efforts. Do I punish them if they mess up? What do you think? No. no. Right? Because you see they're trying. We, Hashem wants to see us trying. Hashem wants to see us. We are Hashem's children. He wants to see us pushing ourselves. That's, 
That's what's important. So he says, realize, when you think about though, me, I'm going to be on my dinner. Who's going to say, what are you going to tell Hashem? I didn't have my coffee that morning. I said, I was able to scream my two-year-old kid or my wife. Your wife, your spouse, or in your case, your husband's. You know? I got it this week, and I got this, not this weekend, yesterday, someone came to Sean by. It's such a case. It's so unfortunate. So unfortunate. Like, you, see, you, 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 you badmouth your spouse. What that means? Ah, terrible. There's no, it's, it's incorrigible. It does, there's, no, there's no excuse. You hurt your kids. You hurt your mother, your father, because you're upset. You can scream at your parents. I mean, the kid, a child scream at the parents? Shugano? You, I want to know one thing. If you're upset, did anyone? Uh, now I'm not talking about a masochist. I'm not talking about a person who has mental issues. When you're upset, you punch yourself in the face. No. Why not? You're upset. Let's say you mess up. You ever go ahead and like bam? <laughs> uh, well, because also you, you don't punch yourself in the face. Right? It hurts. Who do you, how do you scream at a parent? Like, you know what I'm saying? When, when they mess up, how do you do that? I, 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 yeah, I'm not telling you. It's yeah, I understand. You, we we rationalize ourselves, and we don't. We, and sometimes people are even you know hypersensitive. There's realities to that. Me, I'm gonna be my den. There's consequences. Right? If you if you can't wake up because it's the right thing to wake up, or because you'll do a good job, wake up because this will get get a promotion or fired. Get to dominate because that's what you're going to do. It's hard for you to keep kosher. It doesn't make a difference. You better be keeping kosher. You know why? Because it's going to affect you. It's going gonna, it's gonna to affect your neshama. Right? You want to be honest in business and business is hard to be you know, it's a, If you're certain businesses, they're very hard to be honest. Very hard. The competitions are a bunch of thieves or the government or this or paying taxes. I mean, it's very hard to be honest. So what? You got to do it. Because there's consequences. There's consequences in this world. They can't be in jail. But it's eternal consequences. You're a thief. That's a reality forever to that. If your hashkaf is, Hashem is hashkaf, excuse me, is medakdekes, it's meticulous, called davar katanagadol, on everything small or large. Even the speeches between husband and wife, God will tell us the day of judgment. I, one thing which is unbelievable today is today with technology, we can see how this works to some extent. You could be in San Jose and 6,000 miles away, you can see Shama. It's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. And you can record her for posterity. Amazing. You could, you know, could you hear? Everything. You can hear. Awesome. Everything. Everything. Right? Hashem is going to play us back our conversations. He's going to go much deeper. He's going to play us back our thought processes. You know, our thought processes. You know, what were you thinking? Again, we're, we're judged on who we are. You know, my mother-in-law, uh, uh, she, as, as a professor of social work at NYU, I've mentioned this, so she deals with kids who are sexually abused by parents at little ages. You know, you obviously that kid is judged different than the kid whose parents gave a good education. <laughs> I love. I mean, there's a different start. I mean, the starting point's radically different, right? We all could accept that. And God, if we can understand that, God understands that, right? You know, God judges people differently. Somebody has, you know, born with uh, serious anger issues. 
versus somebody who doesn't, there's different, there's, there is a reality that that's taken into the account, right? Somebody born, I'll pick on Russia. If anyone born in Russia, is, I mean, their starting point, if you're born in Russia before, during communism, versus somebody who's born in Yushalayim, in a, in a Haredi family, I mean, that's not, that's, right? But you know what? Based on who we are, we got to do. Because <laughs> God's, you know, God's going to show us, you know what? You, you, you were born with anger management, or you were born, God forbid, into a, a family where you're sexually abused. Or like my grandparents, all four of them, you went through the Holocaust. Pretty traumatic. You know, 10 years of loss of life. 10 years. Like my grandfather, who saw his wife and shit children shot in front of his eyes. Shot. Dead. Okay? In front of his eyes. Uh, you can use that as an excuse for the rest of your life and blame the Holocaust for the rest of your life, or you can move on. It's not so easy to move on. You know, it's going to be part of you for the rest of your life. You got to deal with it, but you can use life as an excuse, or you can move on and build. That's the, cho- that's the choices in life, right? A person can have anger management issues, or somebody can have depression issues. A person can have marriage. You, you deal with it, and you make the best situation. Or you can use life as an excuse. Or you could just do nothing and be a nothing. <laughs> right? That's how life is. And Hashem's going to tell us, he's going to play back the tape. You know, the tape we can it's unbelievable today. You can play back the tape. Yeah, because you can see how God's going to show back everything. You know, what's unbelievable is, you know, we saw this present, people were showing emails and videos, you know. Hillary Clinton emails, Donald Trump's sayings. I mean, they're played back. Even the elections, they hurt them. Years later, you know, years later. They were, you, know, they, you know, it wasn't even current, some of this stuff. You know, there's a reality. Hashem's going to say to us, whoa, Shabbos morning. What did you do? You sat in bed. You did this. Kashras. Brachas. Benching. You're going to see the meal. You're going to be with your girlfriends at Izzy's. Or at, at lunch, and you're schmoozing and laughing, and then all of a sudden you bench. Did you think about benching? No. Did you think, thank, did you thank God? No. Do you remember if you said yalla viavo? No. That's how you bench? God's going to show you. This is how you bench? This is how you bench? And then you know what's the scary part? God's going to show you how you bench that day? You got this bracha, and for the rest of your life, you were missing that bracha. You could have been better in this area. Yom Kippur. You were thinking on Yom Kippur morning, you read the New York Times, which is an Avera, even a regular day to read, because it's fake news, right? But you read it on Yom Kippur morning. Like, who reads the Wall Street Journal or the New York Times or any? What do you read in the newspaper on Yom Kippur morning? So now, in the middle of Yom Kippur morning, you're thinking about the latest Donald Trump's craziest thing, or you're thinking about you love this or you don't love this. And then they're dominating Yom Kippur. Where's your head? Who did that? Instead of Yom Kippur morning, reading about Yom Kippur, reading about the day or inspiration, you read about um, sports. None of you, but your husbands or brothers or fathers. Read about sports. Right? And you, you read about uh, the Oakland Giants. Okay. Yeah, you know, they're, they're the tennis champions. Yeah, the tennis champions. And you, sit, you start thinking, wow, the Oakland Giants, they're a great team. They have LeBron Curry. This is unbelievable, right? And you'll start thinking about LeBron Curry's three-point shots in the, in the middle of, 
in the middle of Mosav on Yom Kippur. I mean, why did that happen? Why is that in your mind? Because that morning, instead of thinking about Yom Kippur, you know, somebody told me recently they were up until 3 o'clock in the morning missed davening. Okay. So you're up till 3 o'clock in the morning and you missed davening. I couldn't wake up. Wow! I wonder why I couldn't wake up in the morning. Let me figure this out. Hmm. You're up to 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh! And then what happens that day? So you, you missed davening. So you missed Minyan. You missed davening. You missed Krishma. You know, I mean, there's a lot of consequences to this. You know, what happens if you're up to 3 o'clock in the morning and you get to work the next day? Well, I'll t- let's go back to Menachemim. Rabbi Menachemim, right? I get to wake up at 3 in the morning. The next day, I'm up to 3 o'clock in the morning. Um, you know, I'm half asleep. My wife does me a favor. She makes me breakfast. Do I thank her? Maybe I thank her a little bit, like, out of it. You know, I'm, a little, I'm out of it. I'm, not, I'm, I'm upset. I'm not angry. No waste, no waste paper. I don't have 50 meetings on any day. I'm just, you know, they come to learn Gemara. I'm a Rav. My head's not working as well. Right? My head's not working as well. What, what do you think is going to happen? You know what it means to Mishmon Estray? Imagine there's things in life that we can have if we dive in for them. We don't care if we don't dive in for them. All of us. Fact. Fact. Who, what, this, I don't know. You'd be the guy. Fact. So you want someone to get better? It could be one person's davening. It makes no difference. Okay? That's not me. That's what Chazal told us. Right? You miss something. You know? You miss something. Fact. There are consequences. In this world. So God's going to say to us, I want to show your life had you davened. And now, here's your different life that you didn't daven. You know, I, 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 I saw my wife. This is 16 years ago, last thing in the secular calendar, we got engaged. Okay, um, you know what that took for us to engage? I mean, life permutations. I had to go to meeting people. She had to meet people. Where he went? Blah 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 blah. I was, as I said, I was read to her sister. She, when the suggestion came, it was for a twin sister. Had I went out to a twin sister, I would have never met her. I can guarantee you that, because <laughs> as nice as a great as her twin sister is, she would never have been for me. And I would have assumed that no way would I go with her sister. Nothing wrong with her. She's a great girl. It's not for me, right? I mean, there's a million things like that in life. A million things that had to happen. You know what? One. Who knows if I, I if I would have. You know, your life, whole life could change. I mentioned. I mentioned the Sim Kipper, the story about um, the sliding door. You know that one extra davening, that one extra push could change the rest of your life. God's going to show you the tape. Here is the tape. Had you kept kosher, or had you benched with kavana. And here's a tape without. <laughs> Two tapes. Probably 50,000 tapes he's going to show you. You know, here's a tape. Watch what happens this way and watch what happens this way. Consequences. That's not even the world. That's not even part of this, in the next world. Which is, re- that's reality. That's reality. So, Rabbi, what happens if you did super on it? I don't know if the, you know, nobody knows how well they do. Right. Are you still being judged for whatever? So there's two things. This is it's, it, there's two things. Again, this is a very large topic. A chuva, you can even if you do chuva well, you can raise any misdeed. Okay, any misdeed, but it doesn't give you positive deeds. You either you know. Let's pick this lady today. 
right, who, who should be keeping Shabbos in kosher, as I told her, you know, she should be, uh, absolutely should be. I'm not saying at this point in life it would be difficult. I'm not, I was just trying to kickstart her because she's, she's on a path for the rest of her life. She'll do nothing Jewish, nothing of Amuna, nothing of faith, and will die. And people will be at her funeral saying, oh, so-and-so, she was a nice lady. She was a great ima. And it's true, by the way. <laughs> she was. You know, she was caring. She was a good friend, and they'll cry for her. But really, the biggest tear should be that she was here and she could have been here. I mean, that's really what it is. I mean, like, literally most missed the boat of life. <laughs> literally missed what in the world God put in this world for. Like, these are all, you know, and she, she could have still been a great mother and a great person and caring and, and done her job in this world. And had a connection to Hashem and been more successful. Um, so, let's say tomorrow morning she wakes up and she calls. Okay, you're right, Rebbe Levine. Not that I'm right. Who am I? Tyrant's right. Hashem's right. Hey, I realize I'm not following the instruction manual of life. I realize I'm missing the boat of life. And she does. She feels bad. She keeps Shabbos and kosher. And she goes out and for all day she ate pig, which I'm sure she did. And uh, clams. And she didn't bench. And she drove on Shabbos. And she did a million other things. She, she starts saying, And she feels it. She can really erase all the past. But you know what she won't get? When she's 35 years old, she didn't fast in Yom Kippur. She doesn't get married for fasting. She, didn't, she may not get punished for not fasting. You don't, exactly. You know? Just like in real life, by the way. If tomorrow, if tomorrow you tell your kids you love them, you, you didn't tell me you love them when they were 35. You know, it's just, you didn't do it. You know? If you give charity today, you gave charity. If you didn't give charity, tomorrow's a new day. You didn't give charity today. Right? If you daven, you, you either did it or you didn't do it. You know, there are realities of the life. Right? Um, so you can raise the negative. You can raise the negative. It doesn't give you positive. Right? You either lit candles Friday night or you didn't lit candles. You either bench the Kavana or you didn't bench the Kavana. You either said, you know, let's, let's pick a, 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 a case, right? You had a relative. You never spoke to them. They died. Now, you could do tshuva, but you didn't, at the end of the days, you didn't help them. <laughs> you didn't help them. Either did or didn't. You did a great thing. You're watching your brother. Right? And, you know, you should live to the story, but if, you didn't, if, you did, if in 50 years now you feel bad you didn't help him, you didn't help him! <laughs> you didn't do it! So forget the punishment. We can, we can raise the punishment. You didn't get the positives you can't, you can't create positives you didn't do. Right? right. So you can, but what you could do is erase the negative. And that's a tremendous chesed of Hashem. That's a tremendous chesed of Hashem. I mean, you nearly think in real life it doesn't exist. Tshuva, again, this work is not a major focus. We'll get more tshuva. Tshuva is from the greatest chasadim, kindness of Hashem. Oyed Amru. Usfivam nisharam Just to give an example of how, um, you know, this is going to be long, so we'll pick up next week about how God's punishment works. And again, remember one thing. The reason we're learning about this is to jumpstart us. And if we're jumpstarted, to give even more fuel to that fire, that life is to be lived. Right, that we're here to have to have uh, to have the proper zrizus, uh, excuse me, zhiris, watchfulness, carefulness, vigilance. Right, to be that the zhiris to say, what could I do? I don't want to waste my life. Like, what's it all about? What's my job? Let's go. Right, and and of course we're all different. Our situations are different, but all of us, without exception, 
have to be working on ourselves, have to be growth oriented, have to be non static. And whether we do it for the right reason, because the loftiest reason, they're all right. The loftiest reason is because we want to be the perfect person, we want to be in the image of Hashem. Whether we do it because we don't want to be eternally embarrassed, or whether we do it because the bottom line is you can be fired or promoted based on it, the, the, the purpose is to do it. Right? The purpose is not to tomorrow to be better than today. And of course, there'll be days where you go back, but at the end of the day, you get ahead. And if we do that, we'll get further. We'll still have probably a week or two more uh, uh, about focusing on the realities of our deeds to push us, to push ourselves. Thank you. Thank you.